Welcome back to Garbage Film, the show that seeks to prove that arty and trashy movies have a lot in common, and you don't need to enjoy just one or the other. We'll take this week's movie and pair it with something artier or trashier and hope that you discover an unexpected new favorite, or at the least, are somewhat entertained. And we are continuing along with Jan Ura Carey this week. Uh, I am one of your hosts, uh, it's the return of the Nick, and... <laughs> With me, as always, is my uh, co-host and partner, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi. See, my last name starts with Mac, so you should have saved that line for me, because I'm Return of the Mac. We could have done this. We could have done it. And for, I know that we all know, like, I definitely know, but if you're saying Return of the Mac, oh, that's... a song. Oh, I see. Yes. Uh, I mean, I knew that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and how are you? how are you doing this week there, Aaron? I'm there. great. I got whatever bug it is that's going around that's not COVID, mm-hmm. but that just makes you sit awake and wonder, oh my God, do I have COVID? Is this slight pain in my throat COVID? Yeah, exactly. Or am I just dying slowly <laughs> as a mortal being? Yeah. That's... So how are you? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of that myself. Yeah, uh, yeah. Being mortal and yep. whatnot. <laughs> Having a decompostable body. Decompo- no, compostable. Compostable. Yeah. That's- <laughs> We're not made of plastics. <laughs> We're not single-use plastics. Speak uh, for yourself. <laughs> well, speaking about um, mortality and <laughs> such oh, is so the excited. perfect lead into our the last of our Lord of the Rings talk, because of course we're talking the return of the king. A day may come when the courage of men fails, when we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. An hour of wolves and shattered shields when the age of men comes crashing down. But it is not this day. This day we fight. By all that you hold dear on this good earth, I bid you stand, men of the West! this on J.R.R. Tolkien's yes. birthday. timestamp. Yeah, it's just yeah. a nice cycle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is the end of our trilogy, Return of the King, from 2003, directed by Peter Jackson, of course. Same writing team, Jackson, Fran Walsh, Philip Bowens. And... Is it Bowens or Boyens? Oh, I've been saying it wrong the whole time. It's it's Boyens, you're right. Have you been? Oh, yeah. okay. My brain is shortcutting. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Thank you <laughs> we for correcting dying. me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I genuinely had to ask. I thought it was Boyens, but it doesn't. And you're the right. wonderful Philippa B. Yes. <laughs> you know me. Uh, <laughs> and it, pretty much the ensemble cast remains the same from the last movie, unless you're watching the theatrical cut, in which case, welcome, John Noble. You weren't in anything oh, previously. Yeah, that's right. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Oh, well. And a welcome it is. A real crashing the party. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing everyone down. <laughs> hate that guy. <laughs> like, we love him. It's just... Oh. <laughs> fucking guy. Yeah. Just feels too real. Everything else is so fantastical. And this is a real, like, I recognize so many Ooh, people in yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I know one of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the plot of this little... This little four-hour movie. <laughs> Very small, enormous movie. Yep. So we start out with uh, some Gollum backstory, which is cute and nice, and you get to see <laughs> Andy Circus have skinny little legs. <laughs> <laughs> He's just wearing trousers. <laughs> which I think I read that the intention was to use this in two towers to like flesh out 
That makes a lot yeah. of sense. There's a lot. It's very Gollum heavy. Yeah, when he's honest. having his, like, negotiating with himself to, like, put down the bad Gollum and have Smeagol remain. Yeah. I think that was supposed to be in there. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Makes no sense if you don't really know that Smeagol used to be somewhat normal. A little boy. <laughs> and yes, his voice was always like that. Yeah. I think that's what that's the funniest part of watching that scene is like, oh, you're just doing the, the Gollum voice. I gotcha. All right. <laughs> internally consistent over the hundreds of years as yes. we watch him transform yeah real unfortunate looks there for it feels our... like a lot of his face peels away yeah. and just skeleton remains and beneath it was a cgi monster <laughs> the whole time Ooh, that's what's beneath the skeleton in the skin that's what's within all of us <laughs> yeah we're all powered by cgi monsters <laughs> Peter Jackson is very happy about this. Yeah. <laughs> Prophetic. Uh, but back in the present, we catch up with Gandalf, who's leading Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli, and King Theoden to Isengard, where they reunite with Merry and Pippin. Yeah, so they the, got their groove back. Yeah, fellowships coming back together after yeah. fracturing. Oh, that's true. Yeah, just nice. Uh, and in the extended cut, Merry and Pippin are just getting high. Yeah, <laughs> just very explicit. Is it at the end of Two Towers where they they find Isengard all of the goes weed. down and they yeah they wander into a storeroom with just like barrels and barrels of weed. And this is a real like payoff moment of we got to watch them smoke that weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we waited a year for this. <laughs> Classic hobbits. Yep. Uh, Gandalf retrieves Saruman's palantir, and if you're watching extended, you watch Saruman die. If you're watching theatrical, you're like, hey, it's in the water. Yeah, <laughs> like how? Oh, hey, that's weird. Hey, I guess okay. a bunch of stuff exploded. That's yeah. probably fair. Got blown clean in the the debris and the flooding. Uh, Is it the and it's the Return of the King extended where we get to see Wormtongue? Yeah. kind of unravel finally, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. 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 Stab Saruman in the back. So this is my first time seeing Literally. those scenes. That mm, is a yeah. real like, oh, this makes more sense because I know Return of the King was always my least favorite because it was just like a bunch of stuff I mean, is just happening with no explanation. Yeah. <laughs> Not that everything needs an explanation, but no, and you can kind of extrapolate. But I do find that there's there's just a bunch of. There's a few scenes where it's just filling in the gap, and it does, I think, give a little more weight to what comes next. Absolutely. Like, yeah, the planter just shows up. You can be like, sure, they <laughs> tore apart Isengard. Saruman's dead. It's like, it makes sense that this is here, but this has a real, like, almost like the ring. It wasn't given up willingly, and so it's looking for another victim, mm, yeah. you know? So that whole Pippin enchanting thing, which comes up later on makes more sense to me yeah. in the extended absolutely and like we'll talk about this more later but i watching the theatricals i was always like what happened to ceremony because yeah. <laughs> he just like he closes his doors and he just stays in the Doesn't tower he fall off the tower no, i can't remember what theatrical there is no there's you no do not see ceremony after two towers where he runs and hides right you just kind of assume the trees got him yeah yeah but uh yeah we're doing a visual medium. Show us what's happening. Thank <laughs> I you think there's a, you may have this on your list, but there's mm. a quote from Christopher Lee about like the, mm. the scenes where he gets stabbed in the back and, and Peter Jackson is like directing him on this. You know, this, this story yeah, yeah, where he's like, okay, so like, like really think about what it would be like to, to hear a man get stabbed in the back. And Christopher Lee, Christopher Lee's like, I don't need to imagine that. I know what it sounds like. And Peter's like, um, because <laughs> he was in the army. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. And I assume everyone kept their distance mm. for the rest of the day. Don't, would not need to tell me. I'd just be like, yeah, all right. I you believe know, you. Okay, <laughs> Great. Have a good time. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, so that night, P 
Pippin looks into the Palantir because, as we said, some enchanting going on. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's a fool of a toque. We he know is. this. Based on, he, yeah, Pippin has his little freak out. And based on Gandalf's interpolation of, of what happens to Pippin, he's like, okay, uh, Sauron's going after Minas Tirith and we didn't give up any intel. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very like, Pippin is almost too stupid to cause a problem yeah. in this arena because he just, <laughs> he just sees a very clear image. Just one. Yeah. That's all. And he doesn't know anything to give up to Sarah. Yeah. I, I took it more as a like, I don't know what's important, so I'm just not going to say anything. I didn't even tell him my name. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. He's learned finally yes. to shut the fuck up. This is his arc. He's just learning to, oh no, that's not right. He doesn't learn to shut well, the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> There's some more stuff, but this is, this is the worthwhile one. Yeah. So uh, Gandalf takes takes Pippin and separates Pippin and Mary is the only time that they're separate. <laughs> this has a real, like, if you don't do, if you two don't stop fucking making trouble, I'm going to see separate. you on opposite sides of the classroom. <laughs> it won't be any tomfoolery for anybody. <laughs> or Go some, weed. Yeah. <laughs> Taking your weed away. No good, no toys allowed. Um, yep. So Gandalf rides there with Pippin uh, yeah. to Minas Tirith and... Uh, it's very scary for them. It's the first yeah. time they've been separated. Like, even yeah. when they got kidnapped, they had each other. Yeah. Now they don't. Now they don't. Things are breaking down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're fracturing the fellowship once more after a brief togetherness. Yes. And I think that's a series wrap on Treebeard at that point. Of, yeah, I guess yeah. that's that's fair. Yeah, he just goes back to... I In my heart, he replanted the gardens mm. around Isengard. Yeah. Like, he grew back or... Yeah, he's got solid work to do, but yes. it's not like enchanting movie making yeah. to watch a tree plant a tree. <laughs> I mean, literally watching grass grow isn't <laughs> enrapturing. <laughs> fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, in another thread, Gollum is leading Frodo and Samwise to Minas Morgul. Which is just over the border, is my understanding. Yes. Yeah. Where they watch the Witch King of Angmar, leader of the Nine Nazgul, lead an army of orcs towards Gondor. It's very scary. <laughs> it's very spooky. Yeah. This is very like the the rest of the visions of Mordor that we've seen have been rocky and fiery mm. and there's lava and like, like very classical Italian visions of hell, that kind of thing. This Dante's is just like, there. He's just yeah. pointing out everything. <laughs> Look at <laughs> This city is, you know, the dead city. It's very mm. antiseptic and it's yeah. it's way creepier somehow. It is very like, yeah. I don't want to see what's in there. I can't remember if I you told, to. said this on podcast or just to me as we were watching that, like one of the only things that you wish was in these movies was a look inside the dead city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think Peter Jackson would have fucking ruled it. Yeah. That's his jam. Absolutely. Yeah. So... Unfortunate. Anyway. We just get some cool. It reminds me of how they light up like Casa Loma in Toronto, just those green <laughs> lights all over. That's true. Local reference. Hey, you're welcome, Toronto. <laughs> uh, so the hobbits begin their climb to the secret tunnel. The climb that sucks. It's basically straight vertical. It sucks ass. You remember? I'm I'm scared of heights. Yeah. And at the beginning of this trilogy, you were like, "You're gonna hate this," <laughs> and I did. I do hate this part <laughs> so much. It's one of the few things I like really remembered. It's like, oh yeah, that's the part that I was mm-hmm. going to hate. Yeah. yeah. And she did. It came <laughs> true. Um, <laughs> so they're unaware that Gollum plans to kill them and take the ring. Sam has his suspicions because... He's not an idiot. Yep. <laughs> He's also not being enchanted by a ring. So That's true. Yeah. 
Uh, and the Witch King and his forces strike and overwhelm Osgiliath, which we saw at the end of Two Towers. Yes, that little border city. Yeah, which forces uh, Faramir and his garrison to retreat to Minas Tirith. So now we're really just got like... We got Mordor and two cities, and that's, like, all we got left. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of it. And this is such a, like, you had said in the Two Towers episode, like, Faramir has really fucked himself by not taking the ring. He yeah. had it in Osgiliath. They were ready to attack him. Yeah. He could have turned the tides there. And this is that fallout of, like, he decided to be the big yeah. person. And now he has to go back to his father in shame. Which, like, as with us being the eagle-eyed viewers, we know that, like, oh, the orcs would have just taken the ring back there and it would have been over. So, like, this is that, like... Almost certainly. Faramir's yeah. real clutch decision really True. making it work. Yeah. Okay, very close. Yeah. Ah, so... Up those stairs, Gollum uh, disposes of the hobbit's food, blames it on Sam, and uh, believing that Sam desires the ring, Frodo tells him to get lost and go home. Uh, and Gollum and he will continue the through the tunnel to Mordor, uh, which is actually a giant spider lair. Womp womp. Yeah. <laughs> this is the she of lore. <laughs> the she lob. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, is it she lob or shalob? Or I've never been clear on it. She lob. I always say it that way in my head. I don't know. There's a tape somewhere, right? She lob. Of token pronouncing things. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this would probably be in there. Yeah. She lob. We love her for it. Uh, Frodo nearly escapes the uh giant spider and confronts golem telling him and this is the thing that like i don't know why i never put this together golem doesn't know where they're why they're going there this oh, is this yeah, is the I moment that not, he right? says like golem i gotta destroy it and golem like loses it what the fuck like, yeah that's true that's true he doesn't really i wonder what golem thought they yeah, were doing <laughs> are we just going for a walk what are we doing <laughs> just chilling yeah I have to assume this is a golem lying to himself situation of like, no, they wouldn't, they wouldn't destroy my precious. This... <laughs> or they wouldn't like, yeah, maybe they, he wants to use it. So he assumes everyone else does. Yeah. And I guess he's living in those caves when Bilbo finds him in the Hobbit. Is that? Uh, farther, farther away. But oh, yes, okay. he's living in caves. Okay. So I always thought of it as a like, oh, Gollum just thinks they're going to go live in a mountain together or something. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, so yeah, Gollum get big mad. He attacks Frodo and th Frodo throws him down a chasm. Yeah. <laughs> as, uh, as you do. Yes. And Frodo continues on, but Shalab uh, is back and paralyzes and binds him in one of the grosser parts. This is, this is such peak Peter Jackson yeah. having fun. This is just like, mm, creature feature. Yeah. It's so gross. There's slime on everything. Everything has an upsetting Foley effect. Yeah. Where if you try and like peel your hand off the wall, it just goes. <laughs> it's, yeah. Lots of rotting carcasses. Like, yep. you know, it doesn't smell okay in there at all. It does not. He's, ha he's having a good time. Lots of, lots of like goop and sound effects and upsetting shots and like canted zooms and mm -hmm. stuff like yeah, that. There yeah, there is there are no straight on angles in Mordor. No. <laughs> As we all know. <laughs> one does not simply point a camera straight at Frodo in Mordor. <laughs> oh wait, he meant one does not simply walk straight into Mordor. I get it. You Minimum Dutch angle. Yeah. Some kind of tilt. Okay. He was right all along. We solved Justice it. for Boromir. What a payoff after these <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Sam comes on the scene he returns and apparently he knows how to use a sword <laughs> he got taught a little he's been, oh, he's yeah, been practicing great. with his frying pan 
So this is just a sharper frying pan. Bonking orcs on the head. Yep. That's kind of what he's using in yep. the boat, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got Galadriel's light and Which Frodo's been using. Yes. Yep, yeah. Time, yeah. He's yep. taken that from from Frodo. He's so heroic. I love this for him because yeah. this must be like, but I, I think he's just being powered by rage in that yes. moment because you see him get to the bot, like he has to go back all the way down the stairs after Frodo basically banishes yeah. him, like completely betrays him. Finds the eaten, the, the thrown away food. Yeah, he's like, holy fuck, Gollum set this up. <laughs> Marches right back up those stairs. I assume just and he's just like, um, I'm trying to pull a few weeds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to garden the shit out of this fucking spider. <laughs> it's a good moment for him because you can see him being terrified, but also furious. Yeah. I which love is, that for him. That's the real courage of like, totally. I'm scared, but I did it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He, he fights a, sp- a giant spider, but then he gets, he thinks Frodo's dead. Uh, yeah. And even after that, he gets scared by orcs, which I feel like that's too bad. I... <laughs> I feel like, I mean, powered by rage, and there's only one of it, but the orcs, I don't know, he's seen the orcs, he knows what they can do, Mm. and, you know, this is what's been after him the whole time. Yeah. It's just been looming over them. (laughs) I don't know. I get it. He's smart about it. I get, yeah, no, he's past the emotion of it. Yes. He He makes a plan against superior forces. Yeah. Uh, The orcs... uh, take him away and loudly exclaim he's not dead he's just paralyzed and then they plan to eat him i like the spider backstory orc the guy who's always like winking and sucking his teeth and stuff (laughs) he's like don't worry here's what the spider does first she paralyzes him he's trading a new orc on the scene yeah Yeah. that's right yeah (laughs) the new guy's day yeah Yeah, he's a floor supervisor (laughs) (laughs) so much fucking mental management and mortar i swear to god it's a toxic workplace. I've been saying it. There's literal toxins. <laughs> also, uh, don't get a spider. I don't want to have a dead marsh shift. Those suck. <laughs> she love is HR, right? In this situation. <laughs> I mean, you can bring anything to her, but you don't want to. Yeah. She's going to make it your fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but as orcs be orcs, they fight over Frodo's possessions chiefly the mithril vest mm. they know a fancy shirt when they see it's one shiny yeah. it's the only clean thing in this yeah. entire country I'm pretty sure. uh, but the distraction allows sam to rescue frodo and they escape to continue on their merry way yes i'm gonna be a nitpicker here and i'm gonna say my only real plot hole that annoys not not plot hole yeah. at all my inconsistency thing that that annoys me mm. there's no stab wound in frodo's stomach like he's they they strip him right they take his shirt they take everything mm. And he panicked because he realizes he doesn't have the ring on. You can see there's no where Shelob should have punctured him. Oh, yeah. No mark hmm. that I can see. I don't know. Completely inconsequential. It's fine. A Maybe wizard did it. <laughs> Magic. Or it's like a, it is like a, a, an actual bug sting where it's like it's so small that you can't actually oh maybe something like that oh that stinger looks pretty <laughs> it does look pretty looks big. like it's designed to mess you up yeah like that's like a post hole digger sized <laughs> thing yeah have you ever aerated a lawn that's what should have happened to frodo no i haven't but thank you for asking okay. <laughs> and how are you <laughs> what are we doing Please continue. Uh, Meanwhile, King Theoden is gathering the Rohirrim army, the cavalry that saved us at Helm's Deep before. Horsey boys. Uh, So they're camped out, just taking in whatever horsey boy they can get. Uh, And Aragorn learns from a visitor, Elrond, that Arwen is dying, having refused to leave Middle-earth to be with him. 
uh, after seeing a vision of their future son. So Aragorn gets a lot of news. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You're visited by your father-in-law uh, when you're who at hates work. You. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of worlds are colliding. This is like the opening of Shaun of the Dead where Bill Nighy comes and visits <laughs> in the work. Yes, that's exactly it. Like, did you make a reservation for your mum's birthday? <laughs> did you get Arwen flowers? <laughs> did you destroy the One Ring and save your girlfriend's life? I'm just here to remind you that you need to use the sword to become the king. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, do it. I'd do it right now, if I were you, before you forget. <laughs> I was gonna. Um... <laughs> And on top of that, yeah, Elrond gives yeah. our Aragorn Anduril? Anduril. Okay, I didn't know if that was a J D or a D. This is just my best guess. Oh, I'm, you, I'm sounding confident for the sake of trying to trick you. You believed me. I'm tricked. I believed I'm, you. <laughs> I'm bewitched. <laughs> uh, this is the King's Sword reforged so that Aragorn can reclaim his birthright and gain reinforcements from the ghostly dead men of Dunharrow, which... Yes. yes. Did do we think Elrond knows about the ghosts? I think he does. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because doesn't he give him a like? You know what you can do with that sword. Oh, right he does. Here. He does. Yeah. That's right. Because they, there's all this build up beforehand of like, hey, let's see that spooky crack in the mountain. There's ghosts. In it's there. full ghosts. Like the the men don't like being near it. The horses really don't yeah. like being near it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So this Elrond comes through. I know you were annoyed at him. Yeah. He was least valuable last episode for you. But he does he do makes it. Yeah. something. He regains his, yeah. You can tell he's mad about it, though. <laughs> you can tell he wants to leave as soon as possible. Yes, he does. He wants to get <laughs> the hell out of there. And so Arwen is dying because her her life force is linked to the ring now or something? Or linked to the fate of, like, if the mission doesn't work, she Then dies? she dies. What's up with that? Oh, <laughs> elfin magic. <laughs> um. Carnival Barker get in here? I, I guess. All right. This is one of those things that, like, Arwen, I can't remember from the books, but she, she doesn't really exist as a character in the books. Is that right? Oh, I don't know. No, she does, but, like, not not nearly as prominently. So I always took this as a, like, oh, okay, we're adding stakes to the movie that weren't in the book. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's what I'm going with. Fair enough. <laughs> She's an empath. <laughs> that's what it is. She needs you to, she needs you to win. So, based on that, uh, Aragorn, with Legolas and Gimli in tow, travel to the Dead Men's Lair, and Aragorn pledges to release them from Isildur's undead curse, should they come to Gondor's age. Aid. But, uh, and then we get an extended edition thing that caught me so off guard. <laughs> so funny to me. Skullvalanche! 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 <laughs> I love Skullvalanche. You so can dumb. tell. <laughs> it's so... Not out of place, but kind of out of place. It's so sudden. It's out of fucking nowhere. Because we don't, there's no rules established for this army of the dead, right? Yeah. We don't know, we know why they're undead. Sure, they're cursed because they didn't fulfill their, like, sacred oath and yeah. other. But beyond that, like, okay, so can you, do, do they work like sad ghosts? <laughs> or are they, like, a malevolent, is the mountain itself cursed? Or, like, yeah. so it just all of a sudden is a an avalanche of skulls that threatens to like sweep like, them into a canyon. Is that or, good or bad? Or? <laughs> is that a good sign? Is that the ghost version of sure thing, bud? Like what's <laughs> here's what am where I meant I'll to get from that this? Jackson hated the dead men of Dunharrow, and he wanted to, he kept trying to write them out, finding ways. <laughs> it sounds. It seems like it. And I like that. I don't know if I'm picking up on that in as an empath. I don't know if I'm picking up on that in the <laughs> shut the fuck up. 
in the actual <laughs> script or screenplay or whatever, because this is the part that I've always hated. Right. Because yeah. it feels so out of left field and like, oh, okay, we need a way to win. It's it's so it's so out goes. of nowhere, but also the whole like battle hinges on it. Yeah. So it it does feel like really this. Yeah. Okay. I don't like it. I All mean, right. it's as done I as well as you it. can for a like last minute rewrite or whatever. <laughs> Yes. Um, it's as good as it's going to get. Yeah. And so, again, Skull of Alleged is one of those like awesome Peter Jackson things where he's like, what if just an avalanche of skulls? And I feel like he had to make it fun for himself. Yeah, it's like, okay, if exactly. we're doing this, there's going to be a Skull of Alleged. This is my little treat to me so I can get through this day. Yeah. <laughs> avalanche of skulls. And it is... Very funny. Oh my god. It just really, I had no. All of the other extended stuff, I had like hints of knowing about, like, oh yeah, I know that they flesh out Treebeard more and all this stuff. Sure. No hint of a Skullvalanche. No, right. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> there, you were never like, wait, so how did they get out of the chasm? No. They were chased out by skulls. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I'd get chased out if skulls Yeah, I'd out. leave. Yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah, it does feel like this is the one. This is the one thing that's completely beyond their capacity to work with. Oh, hello, cat. <laughs> you can talk, you know, men into joining your cause. You can you can talk elves into joining your cause. You can just fight Urukai. Yeah. You know, you can make alliances with the trees and with the, you know whatever all of these things are like yes i understand how to interact with this these guys are just doing their own thing yeah in a mountain being dead not sure what exact do they even want to be released from their curse like it's you know yeah. there's no there's no back not backstory but you don't there's know no what context. their intention yeah is. yeah or what the yeah what their motivations are yeah and it's not like you're gonna get them to do anything if they don't want to no they clearly can do whatever they want. Yeah. So. so it does just feel like, okay, I guess this other completely unrelated part of the movie. <laughs> so, fair. I, the one thing I'm glad for is that it really doesn't take up a lot of time. It really just does feel like, okay, we know what we're doing. Next, next, next. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It, that I wish had been seeded earlier. Yeah. I think it would have been a very satisfying payoff. If there had been a way. Like, I feel like you could, like, plop it into two towers at some point. Like, they're yeah. walking to Helm's Deep and they're like, hey... Something we don't. Fucked up we're not going that way. No, exactly. There's ghosts yeah. in there. Because I know it. It it ties in well with Aragorn's kind of redemption yeah. theme. His his arc of like I'm taking back the power and yeah. I'm stepping into my role. That could have. We've been talking about that for three fucking movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really just feels like a huge black hole of missed opportunity. Yeah. And I'm gonna just Fair. get ahead of this, where like this is my least favorite of the trilogy, oh. and it's pretty much exclusively for this part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Skullvalanche, a net negative or positive for you? Skullvalanche saves it somewhat, <laughs> but the circumstances that take us to Skullvalanche, it just feels like too much understand. of a buy-in yeah. for it. But then yeah. you get Skullvalanche. <laughs> That's true. So it's impossible to say if it's good or bad. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, life post Skullvalanche. <laughs> I'd like to move past Skullvalanche. Yeah. Uh, Faramir gets wounded in uh, a really unfortunate charge on Osgiliath that I'll make daddy love me. Yeah. Kind of thing. I think he realizes, like, I'm going to die. Either my dad is going to kill me for real, yeah. or I might as well die in battle trying to get him to love me. Yeah, and I like this more with the context of he feel he knows he's, like, committed treason by letting Frodo go. And he's yes. got that, like, I'm dead anyway. 
why not try and get into dad's good books with one last thing? Yeah, it's a there's a lot more like he's okay with himself yeah. in this moment. And it's more just like, well, my circumstances are terrible. Yeah. There's no getting out of this. <laughs> so why not die? <laughs> I mean, I get it, Faramir. We've discussed the masculine urge to die on this podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's back again. That's just what sci-fi fantasy is about, <laughs> apparently. Actually, yeah, it kind of is. Mm-hmm. There's man versus man, man versus himself, and man versus himself is just the masculine urge to die. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, with that, Denethor goes full into madness. We get Pippin sings him a merry tune. Yes. Um, Pippin kind of takes responsibility oh, yeah. by accident for Boromir's death, Skip and that's kind of what breaks Denethor, is like, my only good son died. Yeah, it come of, my only good son died and was a sucker in the end, yeah. so my sucker of a son, what does that say about him? <laughs> He's even worse, probably. Or is it reversed? <laughs> I, I don't know, I've never met I don't know. <laughs> so, Pippin, no, it's like, I feel so bad for him, he uh, just wanted to do, like, a nice thing, and, like, he genuinely yeah. feels bad about Boromir, who died saving them, and, like, yeah. now the king is like, I blame you, but also, you can't do anything about it, you're not gonna fix it, do you see this place? This place sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Denethor attempts to kill himself while Gandalf is left to defend the city, uh, that he's just visiting from the Ark Army. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. He just shows up and he's like, no, no, I just wanted to, like, use the library or whatever. Can we, what's happening? (laughs) And Pippin's like, I'm part of the army now. Gandalf's just, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, Jesus, we are fucked. I do like the shot of Denethor kind of finally, like, he sees Faramir's body being brought back from this charge. And he's yeah. like, oh no, like I've actually lost both sons now. I'm it. I was supposed to guard the city. I was, and his, and then he like kind of staggers outside for some air mm. and right in front of him is like black skies, black clouds, <laughs> lightning storm in the background. Mount Doom is erupting. Minas Morgul is sending up that weird green Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi whatever signal. it is. Yeah. <laughs> and like, was just swarming armies swarming across the plains at him and he's like oh when did all this happen doomed doomed yeah <laughs> i get it i get it. the reaction yeah. yeah once again he reminds me of too many leaders <laughs> this <sighs> is a timeless timeless movie but none of the leaders that i'm thinking of have the decency to try and light themselves on fire <laughs> if only some of them would light themselves on fire i'd find them much more sympathetic um <laughs> they'd go up a few points in the bowl <laughs> uh. so pippin alerts gandalf to this uh while there's the siege is going on catastrophe yeah pippin gets his first kill i think he stabs an orc oh, in the yeah. gut yeah. saving gandalf, saving gandalf well, yeah. which is nice a yeah. really nice moment like i have gone full around on pippin and mary i was nice. always like why are you here? Why, what are you doing? <laughs> to now I'm like, okay, they are just there and doing their best, and really, they come through. They are examples to us all, is yeah. what they are. Oh, if I may, too, we kind of skipped may. over the um, the very dramatic scene that I love, which is oh. lighting of the, the, um, oh, yeah. the watchtowers. It's great. So cool. And yeah. being like, yeah, Gondor calls for aid. Yeah. And as far as Gondor knows, Rohan has not showed up. <laughs> so it's a very like dramatic. And, and there's that great... Um, turning point for Theoden where yes. he, he is before he was like fuck those guys they didn't help us now he's like oh the elves came to save us for no reason we're gonna go help save yeah. Gondor it's a real like yeah it's working we're coming together yeah I thank you for bringing that back up because that is 
one of my favorite things that I forgot about. Because I remember Ugh, the Theoden just being a, like, what, what does it matter? Yeah. We'll just hang out with our horsies and be fine. <laughs> and that, yeah, that is a huge moment of... Mm-hmm. It really does feel like dramatic gravitas because it's just like a push in on his face, right? And he's... <laughs> totally. While he's coming to a decision. And you could easily, like, I... I have seen this movie how many times and I was still like, does he say yes in this moment or no? Like, he's, he really, you can see the the battle on his face and, like, they've already been decimated at Helm's Deep. Yeah. They're just going to ride out to, like, they don't know what's waiting for them. And the reason I really like it is because there isn't what you would normally expect of he says no and then he gets bossed into it. Exactly, He yeah. has now actually learned something. Yes. He's, his <laughs> leadership is... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I love that for him. Bernard mm-hmm. Hill, so good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned last time, it just makes it all sound very like Shakespearean stakes and all that. Yes, totally. He's doing it again. Selling it. Oops, he did it again. <laughs> Oops, Theoden did it again. <laughs> uh, but yep, Denethor lights himself on fire, jumps off the top of the roof. He thinks we're fucked. Yep. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Like, you have a literal three-foot-tall person as your best bet yeah. to, to be on the front lines. Is that Nobody brutal else? thing of Denethor leaps from the roof on fire just as Rohan is showing up and just like, ah, yeah. my dude. Just as Faramir, like, kind of lifts his head off the funeral <laughs> pyre and is like, what is happening? Why is it all sticky? <laughs> so much oil. Uh, so the Rohirrim are on the scene and we get to the big old battle. Yes. Big field battle. Uh, but, uh, so they turn the tide, but then they get overwhelmed by Timothy Oliphants. Um, <laughs> Giant Timothy Oliphants. <laughs> on all fours, <laughs> scampering through the field. She's covered in barbed wire. It hurts! <laughs> uh, I wish I knew more about Timothy Oliphants so I could keep riffing on it. I feel like he would have made a good Aragorn. Oh, like, yeah, maybe, I Maybe see not that. attitude-wise, but he's got, like, the, the vibe. I don't know. I could see him doing a good Boromir, too. Yes, yeah. actually. Okay, I take it back. You're right. Uh, but yeah, and the Witch King comes on the scene. Um, this I, is like the doors to Mordor are open, yeah. basically. Like, they are throwing all their shit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I haven't mentioned them very much, but Mary and uh, and uh, Eowyn have been hiding out in the army. Yes, uh, like, that's bullshit that I can't fight. Yeah. And it's a good thing they came, um, because uh, Eowyn uh, is no man and stabs that motherfucker in the face. Just, just straight up, just so much mackers in this in this trilogy. Oof. Apparently, yeah. It's like you, no man can kill me. Ha ha ha! Whip off helmet, glorious but, uh, blonde hair. <laughs> Although all the dudes do look like that too. That's so true. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she they really have long blonde hair. It, that's why she has to say it. That's because, true. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know, I am. I am not a man. Yeah, knee high. Uh, races can stab me in the shin, and men, non-men can kill me. That's, Teamwork. Yeah, makes yes. the dream work. <laughs> he has uh, that real cool, like, crumple in on himself yeah, that's rad. effect. I like, I like that a lot. I like that, yeah. So they can be killed, and Aragorn arrives with his army of the dead, who uh, overcome the remaining forces and turn the tide of the battle, freeing the dead men from their curse. And this is another reason I don't like them as much, because it, may, it belittles the Rohan coming along. Because, like... Mm, yeah. Wait 15 minutes and the dead man come and no Rohan people have to get involved. Like, it feels very... True, but yeah. they they came anyway. They yeah. they were asked for help and they gave help. I, I guess think it's that's... a moral victory. Yes, exactly, have. yeah. And then they're there for the next bit. Yeah, they yeah. can hang out and party and stuff, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah, we have all the Black Gate nonsense to, to go on. Yes. Uh, which is what happens next. Uh, <laughs> it's some nonsense. <laughs> uh, Aragorn's like, we got to just go be a distraction. Come on down to the gate. Yeah, it does have a... I, I like the extended edition battle in Asgiliath because it is... Yeah. It feels like, okay, like, I know we won this battle, but, like, did anything change are we are we done like it doesn't feel like we're done and yeah. it's not there's still you know the clouds are still piling up in mordor coming across the border and things like that and the border of mordor keep trying to i know i'm just gonna it call it out one time that's fair that's fair <laughs> the mortar border i had to yep it's wonderful stuff. Uh, Aragorn uh, arrives at the gate and they draw out Sauron's remaining forces to empty Mordor to get the uh, those little baggins and... Distractions. Yeah, get yeah. them in underneath. Give them time to just like, okay, don't look at me for like half an hour. I gotta walk <laughs> up a mountain. Yep, that spotlight eye has turned on them. Um, and here's where extended edition you get the mouth of Sauron, which I had never seen yes. before. I had heard tale of the mouth, but... You had never seen it, right? Yep. It's very upsetting to look at. Yes, it is. <laughs> Great job on the, yeah. Big fan. I hope they're prosthetics. <laughs> I can only imagine. We brought out an extra freak to yeah. just... <laughs> Emptying the circus here. <laughs> it is really, again, just total, like, Peter Jackson creature feature stuff. Yeah. He's just got, like, I don't know if his gums are bleeding or what sure, it looks is, like but it. they all have black blood, so yeah. he's just grimy and sticky, and you can hear... It's somehow like his voice is too dry and too wet at the same time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That guy's uh, fucking fantastic. I yeah. love whoever that performer is. Oh, I should have written it down because, yes, he is fant- fantastic. Fantastic. And here's a, a change, a thing that I don't know if I like or dislike. Oh. Uh, we have the big old battle going out of the Black Gate, and uh, Aragorn starts fighting a troll, big old troll. And originally shot, and the, I think they did some of the visual effects on it, and then they're like, no, that's no good. Oh. Is that. That is, and the way this is described in all the behind-the-scenes stuff, they just painted a troll over it, but it's Sauron. Oh! It's supposed to be Sauron, and that's why he's got the big club, as opposed to, like, a sword or an axe and all the trolls have. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's supposed to mirror the Isildur Sure, totally, yeah. And uh, they, like, Peter Jackson watched it, and, like, they'd finished shooting. Uh, And he's like, ah! It's a good time to change your mind. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, and he he just felt like, oh, it doesn't really work. So let's just put a troll over it and have it be a... <laughs> I wonder what... Aragorn's almost killed by a troll at the end. What didn't work about that for him? I don't know. I think that it kind of comes out of nowhere, maybe? I guess, like, all of a sudden... See, that, that to me, it makes sense that yeah. the stakes are now one-on-one bad guy. Like, it, it, it sets up this opportunity... For like to for Aragorn to fail again the yeah. same way that Isildur did, and this is his like testing point. And I think I would have liked it more too with the extended editions because I caught this in the like <laughs> blink and you miss it moment in the extended editions when Pippin's looking through the Palantir. Yeah, you see Sauron in physical form. Yeah, he's, yo, right, right, yeah, right, yeah. Like so standing there. So he's like there. gearing up. Yeah, that's supposed to be. Okay. That was laid in there originally as, oh, we're this far along that like he's ready to march. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. got his legs back. <laughs> Or whatever it is. He's got his Mordor legs beneath him. (laughs) He's got his groove bag. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, see, I'll just just give him the credit for that. I wonder what it was about it that didn't work. Yeah. But... It definitely feels like what like we know Sauron doesn't know they intend to destroy the ring. So totally, I would buy Sauron marching out and being like, they're going to attack me head on. They must have the ring. Yeah. To try this shit, they must have a weapon. He's big and mystical anyway, so he was going to just wallop him 
with or without the ring. And the thing that <laughs> the other thing that I wish was in there, or I could see this being, I look forward to your thoughts on this. The <laughs> yes, way that yes. it was supposed to happen, Mouth of Sauron, I don't think was originally going to happen. The Sauron oh, okay. in his elven form, like a regular elf, the guy who becomes Sauron, yeah, yeah. is supposed to walk oh, out, talk ruled. to them, and then like, and then haha, it was transformer. Like, I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been so fucking cool, though. Yeah, but I I can see where Jackson didn't want to do that because he's like, oh, everyone, no one knows that Sauron's an elf at this point. That, <laughs> I, okay, I guess this is we're for- <laughs> our eleventh hour of this movie. That's a little much to ask of audience. All right, yeah. fair, fair. Yeah. Okay. I still think it would have been cool. Because yeah. it's such a, like, look at this extremely normal guy who turned out to be the blackest heart that ever walked the earth. Yeah. I that, think that's cool. I would have thought that was very cool, and I would have loved the, like, the final showdown between Aragorn yeah. and, and But I do appreciate the idea of, if your big theme is, like, little little moments can change the whole world, like, in this case, little hobbits can change <laughs> the fabric of reality. Uh, <laughs> like, a troll could just kill the king. It could just happen. That's true. So, That's like, true. You have to deal with just a lot of bullshit yeah. to, like, do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, okay. Uh, there's a lot of stuff about that. I'll give him credit either way. Meanwhile, Frodo and Sam are heading up that that volcano. It's erupting. It's having a rough time. Um, and uh, Frodo leaves Sam behind as Gollum starts fighting Sam. Yes, he's, he's yeah, finally crawled out of the crevice or whatever, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's fending him off to let Frodo get in there and, and to do what needs to be done. Yeah. But we've got uh, Frodo is there. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to become evil and take this as my own. I have been through so much bullshit. Yeah. So, Gollum has really been like prodding him along too where he's like you're you're taking care of the ring sam is gonna try and ruin that like all of that yeah. really, like driving a wedge stuff i think really cemented in in frodo's head the like i deserve to wear the ring i'm special it shows me it feels, i'm the one yeah it feels like the uh often memed why not why shouldn't i have yeah. it bilbo part <laughs> exactly uh, but for frodo yeah yeah precisely <laughs> um so an invisible Frodo and Gollum fight, and... At the very edge of this fucking volcano. <laughs> yep. And Frodo turfs him over the side. <laughs> uh, and in the original script, Frodo just kills him. Right, he, yeah. like, throws him off on, on purpose. purpose. Yeah. Whereas this is much more of a, like, we're both going down, baby. <laughs> yeah. I think that's much more like that... Yeah. That makes Frodo much less, ah, the hero. Yeah. And more like... He might have accidentally killed him. Like he's not taking on that burden. Yeah. He just tried to grapple for the ring. That's yep. all. That's all he could do in that moment. Yep. And I definitely like that that change because yeah. yeah, don't make him a murderer at the last second. <laughs> yeah, weird turn. <laughs> uh, so the ring disintegrates into lava. Eye of Sauron explodes. Mount Doom erupts. Mordor crumbles. Uh, it's all wrapping up real nice and <laughs> very tight. handy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The infrastructure in this place, not good. No, you don't want, yeah, reliant on one point. You gotta have redundancies, come on. Yes, build in your redundancies, (laughs) oh my god. And then if Sauron quits, everybody else has no fucking idea what to do. (laughs) Good organizational structure, guys. toxic workplace. (laughs) Uh, At least they still got HR. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The eagles swing on by, get them out of there, and uh, the surviving fellowship rejoin Aragorn as he's crowned king of Gondor. Taking Arwen as his queen, and the little elvish song that he sings, Aragorn wrote that. Mm. Or oh. Aragorn. Um, <laughs> oh, you're buying in. I'm doing it. What is his name? <laughs> Vigo. Vigo, yes. He wrote that and performed it because he's like, 
that would probably happen. Yep, that sounds right. They're yep. always singing, so they're always pausing for 18 pages to... <laughs> Aww. Yeah. The hobbits return home to the Shire, where Sam marries his sweetheart, Rosie Cotton. Uh, some years later, Frodo finishes his book, and he, in the big tearjerker scene, he departs for the Undying Lands with Bilbo, Gandalf, and the elves, leaving Sam the Red Book of Westmarch, which details their adventures, telling him that some pages are left for him. Sam's Tears. home. Tears. Tears. <laughs> they made it. <laughs> Our little fellows. Our little dudes. <laughs> Most of them survived. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good stats. Not bad ratio. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much just Boromir of the Fellowship, right? Yeah, actually. <laughs> Sorry, Boromir. <laughs> Poor Boromir. It's the curse of Sean Bean. You were never meant to live. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so the end of the trilogy. We yeah. did it. Which means it's time for our final injury or destruction roundup. <laughs> so one thing I haven't mentioned yet is that um, during all of this big movie making, concurrent shooting, they the fellowship like some of them knew how to surf, and they taught the other fellowship members how to surf. <laughs> okay. So they had surfing sessions every morning. Okay. Um, so uh, the whole cast, between takes often, uh, when they're like, oh, we got like four hours before we're going to go, let's go surf. <laughs> um, so uh, on Vigo's first trip out, Dominic Monaghan hit him in the face, and he gave him a black eye, so oh, they had God. to do a lot of like cover-up on him. Um, Meanwhile, Billy Boyd broke his finger while watching Vigo get hit in the face with a surfboard. How? I couldn't find any more details of that. Just, I guess he was just laughing at him. He, like, fell and broke Did his finger. Did he, like, point his finger and the surfboard came at him next? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. The surfboard tolls for thee. Uh, John Reese davies we haven't talked about him much because he only had one major injury, which was during the reshoots. Oh, okay which took place through 2003. Uh, on a different production, he had broken his arm and his back. Ooh! So he is just, like, all the reshoots are just interspersed into various movies. So in uh, just a portion of those, he's got a broken arm and back. Cool. Yep. So That's it's a good thing they have. always had, like, tight close-ups on him and he didn't have to move much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had a stunt double. He had, what, Brett Bean? Is that the guy? Uh, I definitely have notes. I won't check him, though. Okay. That sounds right. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> Brett. Uh, his Gimli mask, meanwhile, um, the one with the beard and everything on it, it gave him a horrible rash that oh. lasted through all of shooting. So on the last day of reshoots, the makeup department built him a little bonfire where they let him burn it. <laughs> R.I.P. beard. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, Christopher Lee's feelings got hurt really bad. Oh, no. Uh, he hated that Sermon's death was not in any of the original cuts, oh. any of the theatrical cuts. Uh, Fair. It was, it was scripted to be in Two Towers, right? but they cut it out, and Jackson was like, don't worry, I'll put it in Return of the King. And uh, he was like, okay, fine. And then it wasn't in the theatrical cut, and he's like, yeah. Jackson, what the hell, dude? What the fuck, man? And then the extendeds came through, and they, like, paved that bridge? What is yes. I have Put a bridge no over idea. bad water. What's the saying I want? I have no idea. It was what? water under the bridge. There we <laughs> go. I found it. Uh, I'm just still thinking about poor infrastructure. <laughs> Lost. Well, they put a bridge up, and there's water going under it. <laughs> Perfect. And everybody was happy. One of the reasons he was so mad is that Lee is a huge Tolkien fan. He reads Lord of the Rings yeah. once a year, or he read yes. more lately. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, he was the only cast member that ever, like, met and hung out with Tolkien. Oh, shit. So he was, okay. he yeah. had a real, like, well, uh, Tolkien told me it would be this way. <laughs> How much do you think he got to abuse that on set? Like, daily. I would all the time. Oh, yeah. People loved you know. it, though. Uh, yeah. At least they said they did. <laughs> well, what are you going to say to Christopher <laughs> Lee? Come <Yeah>. on. <laughs> I That's like awesome. this a lot. So a lot of props were broken. Oh, so God, many. I can't even imagine. And the main reason for this, at the Battle for the Black Gate, it was... That was shot on a New Zealand Army um, training ground. Oh, okay. So most of the fighting extras there are the New Zealand Army. Right. And they were having so much fun, they weren't holding back anything. They were just wanging on each other with these wooden <laughs> things and, like, breaking them all over the place. Uh, Bless their funny. hearts. When are you going to get to do that again? Just go full hog? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In uh, the Rohirrim charge, the very... Uh, heroic charge that we were talking about. Uh, towards the one towards Minas Tirith? Yeah. Okay, sure. A uh, stunt person who was riding one of the horses fell off his horse uh, and but got stuck on it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, no. It's still in the movie. Oh, that's, that's real? Yeah. No. It looks kind of CG, but it's it only because there are CG orcs on top of it. That's a real person. Getting that was dragged by their galloping horse. And he was fine, oh, but shit. it was one of these things of they like cut and they were like, oh my god, you should have been killed. Yeah. Like, we just accidentally killed someone, yeah. for sure. Real close one on that. <laughs> Don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> but then they looked at the footage of it and they're like, oh, it looks great because it looks like he was knocked by an orc and this is just what a battle looks like. <laughs> People would die of this all the time in oh, real yes. life, so good job. <laughs> right. Um, I think this is the only major injury for Elijah Wood uh, yeah. throughout this. To get a good reaction on screen from uh, Shalab's stinger, yeah. they used a prop to like jab him in the tummy. Sure. <laughs> they hit him way too hard, Uh-oh. and he had to be hospitalized for a few days. For, for what? What happened? It hurt his tummy real bad. <laughs> Sweet, soft little child. It does sound like one of those things of, like, actors are so soft, but I'm sure that they hit him really hard. <laughs> I, w- I kind of was picturing, like, oh, they'll have someone punch him in the stomach lightly or something, and they do it on two instead of three or whatever. Yeah, yes, exactly. We'll oh, catch him by God. surprise. That's yeah. what killed Houdini. <laughs> you don't do that to our Elijah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so... Here's a payoff of some destruction from our first injury and destruction. If you recall, I mentioned a a, uh, set that was destroyed, that was flooded. Yeah. Um, So, because of their really tight, it doesn't sound like it was tight, but very tight uh, (laughs) shooting schedule, they're like, we have to shoot something. We cannot fall behind. Because this was like one of the first days of shooting. (laughs) (laughs) So what what Jackson was like, we need something that has so few actors... um, that uh, we can just set up on a set somewhere. It was currently, like, flooding and raining was still happening. Okay. So they're like, we need to do something inside, something easy, something small. So what they decided on was they were going to film the scene where Frodo leaves Sam behind. Yeah. It was like, it wasn't the first thing that they shot, uh, but it was, like, in the first month of okay. all of these movies. So, like, they haven't really <laughs> established a relationship oh, between Frodo and Sam. Oh, the first month of, like, shooting yeah. full stop. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, so yeah. Sam and Frodo are uh, basically Elijah. strangers to each yeah. other. <laughs> uh, they were told they're going to shoot this thing, um, but they're like, we don't know the lines yet. Is there a script for that scene? Yep. Have we written that movie yet? Gollum hadn't been cast yet. Right. Yes. <laughs> so it was like, just Dom Monaghan being like yeah. in the background. <laughs> but they're like, do we include him in the shot? So there was this weird. Uh, so what ultimately happened was they filmed Sam's portion of it. 
Because they were like, okay, we'll leave the Gollum and Frodo stuff for as long as possible because we don't really know what we're doing with <laughs> it. Until we find out who that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and luckily, the flooding stopped and they could go outside again. So it was the longest time between starting filming a scene and ending it of the entire production. <laughs> right. So they had Sam's the stuff was in the can, like, immediately. Yeah. And one of the last things that they filmed was Frodo and Gollum. Oh, in that is scene. so funny. <laughs> a whole natural disaster has taken place Yeah, they said it was us. about a year yeah. between them. It's <laughs> just great. wild. I, I do not envy whoever has to... I don't know what the system is. I don't know if different productions have different systems. It's dependent on the editor. How do you keep track... Uh, What's your file naming system? There's a reason that people <laughs> are that there are just people who work in continuity, and yeah. that's the only thing they do. Because, oh, I, I yeah. like literally just mean how do you keep track of where you saved the file of Sam <laughs> so that you can match it up a uh, year later yeah. with? <laughs> well, I know one thing is that that was shot on a tennis court, and they just <laughs> left the set there for one year. Um, which the tennis court was not happy right. about. They wanted to play tennis. Oh, it. <laughs> You know what? Fuck you guys. Yeah, it's just like a hotel tennis court. They're like, we... We need this You told back. us it would be a week. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> it flooded. What do you want? Yeah. Uh, so, that's some nice payoff on that. And the last bit of injury and destruction roundup I is a hypothetical, but I think it's too funny not to mention. <laughs> okay. The So I mentioned location for Blackgate was an army training field. Yes. It was specifically a, an explosive ordinance training uh, field. Oh. So they had... The army did like... A lot of safety sweeps just to make sure there were no live explosives there. Specifically where they did it was a minefield. Oh, for God's and sake. Nothing happened, but I just would have, like, the headlines of, like, entire Lord of the Rings cast. <laughs> blown, blown to up. smithereens. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, how nervous are you where the army's oh. just, like, fucking around breaking swords on each other? And you're like... You... These were the guys who were supposed to... Like, you checked, right? Like, yeah, it's... Eh, probably. Probably, yeah. There's all this stuff around. Who knows? <laughs> Who can say? Um, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, the energy on that particular shoot must have been very cursed. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, like, am I? Is this going to be the last thing I ever do on this earth? And I think it was among the last thing, the last big <laughs> things that they shot. I bet. <laughs> just in case. Not going to recast Aragorn a fourth time because he died. <laughs> 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 just stitch it together with old footage <laughs> just stitch him together <laughs> weekend at Bernie's our way through this black game we'll just get Andy Serkis to play everybody yeah <laughs> and that's how he won his Oscar <laughs> did he win an Oscar? I don't know yeah, yeah. Anyway, maybe um, <laughs> and the only other major thing I wanted to mention were that like yeah they had to do a lot of reshoots and this is the only one of the movies that had been finished like quote unquote finished right but hadn't been released. So, like, Fellowship came out, but Two Towers was already, like, in the can and everything like that. But Return of the King, they hadn't finished yet. So they right. could do, they could see they the reaction still... to Fellowship and be like, oh, we can <laughs> shift some things around. Okay. And uh, the main two reasons I want to mention this is that this movie shows the return of Figwit. Which Figwit! Is, you know who Figwit is, I yes. I know okay. who Figwit is. Uh, <laughs> uh, yep. Fans of Flight of the Concords know as Brett McKenzie, who is just, like... An extra in yeah, Fellowship. Yeah, just an elf. In and uh, Figwit stands for Frodo is great, but who is that? Yes. Uh, because everybody <laughs> thought he was so cute. Cute. It's when Frodo hops up and is like, I will take the ring. And so the reaction is, wow, Frodo is great. And then it pans over to like the rest of the council kind of looks over and stops talking. Who is that? 
Oh, Figwit. Uh, <laughs> so based on everybody having a big old crush on him, Peter Jackson called up Brett McKenzie. He's like, hey, you want a couple lines? And so Amazing. I didn't realize that was why. That's the only reason he shows up and has lines. <laughs> so they reshot that sequence of the elves watching, walking to a... Uh, the West. Yes, yeah. bringing Arwen to the boats, and then he's like, we can't delay, and she's like, fuck you guys, and Red's off. Yep, so they just reshot that. <laughs> There's a reason that nobody else's face is on screen while Figwood is. Any reshoot involving elves, the people who do the ears, do you think they were just like, oh, for fuck's sake. I guess we have some spares still. Fuck. God. Just got finished cleaning out all my Make ears. Make up your mind, yeah. <laughs> um, and the other thing that I think is very funny, because I would never have guessed this, but uh, do you know the character Gothmog the Orc? Can't say that. Oh, he's the wait. the orc commander, the one with the folded over face. Yeah, with in, like in uh, the. He's got like a limp and he's got a bad face. He's the yeah. only orc that really talks a lot, but he's in command of the attack on Minas Tirith. Yes, yeah. he looks like he got microwaved a little bit. Yeah. like he he one side of his face face popped like. It's all bubbly. Yeah. Um. So they he doesn't exist in the original cut of the movie. Um, right. They right. just added him in reshoots. He looks fucked up. It seems like a prosthetic you would put a lot of time into. It'd be like, sure, give it to... It, there's got to be a focus on the battlefield. Yeah, know. but literally the the script, the, they were putting together their final cut of the movie, and then Fellowship came out, and people were like, wow, the Urukai are so cool and scary and dangerous. <laughs> and then they looked at their cut of Return of the King, and they're like, oh, all the Mordor orcs look like really sickly and... Well, they're supposed to, yeah, right? Yeah, but they're like, they don't look like they have any threat about them. Sure. They're too okay. sickly. So we need to include a character that's like smart or something. He's very he's got a shitty attitude. He's very like Yeah. He's he's willing to like throw a lot of bodies at the at the artillery and that yeah. kind of stuff. So he's like, yeah, he could get the job done. Yeah. yeah. So they wanted to include okay. something to make the orcs somewhat menacing. Sure. So then they went back Fair. and rewrote Gothmog and added him in. Uh which like I would never have guessed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, they wanted a villain that wasn't physically imposing though, because they were like, oh, Urukai are supposed to be the scary ones. Yeah. So we can't break the logic of this world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which oh, I think really is funny. really interesting. I am 90% sure this might be apocryphal. I don't mm. know. And it feels like something maybe someone just made up. I will have to look this up. <laughs> but if I'm remembering correctly, one of the cast said, something about this guy specifically. It was like, yeah, that guy's supposed to be Harvey Weinstein. Ah! <laughs> He's supposed to be just like in the way and just making your life difficult. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that might not be true. I, I choose don't know. to believe it's true because <laughs> it that's feels how news true works. to me. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> feels like it should be true. So I'll have to look that up, but um, yeah. Yeah, and the last... Gothmog. Gothmog, yeah. Okay. Good good orc name. The last uh, reshoot thing I wanted to mention, because I think it's very interesting, that the last thing that they shot, uh, they shot it for the extended editions only. It was shot after the film had already won all its Oscars. It had been (laughs) out for a year. What the hell? Okay. And they shot it in 2004. Peter Jackson went back and shot Skull Edge. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine... Going back to the fucking studio and just being like... I want an Oscar. I'm more skulls. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough skulls. Um, Good on him. Yeah, which I, I think that it was... There was stuff in there already. He just fleshed it out a lot more. And sure. the walk to... Or the walk through the, the dead yes, path or whatever... Yes, that's definitely longer. ...was uh, 
all reshot. Yeah. Or I should say, shot for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Um, they yeah. did something with it. Yeah. Which is so funny. One year after, like, you know what? You know more what skills. I <laughs> really put a button on this Oscar-winning trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And the only other thing I wanted to mention about Return of the King, since I did such a long talk about uh, soundtrack stuff last time, mm. is that I just love the payoff in here of you had the Gondor theme that Howard Shore wrote for Fellowship under yes. Bormir talking. He had no design on it being a theme then. He was just like, okay, I need music to put under Boromir talking. Sure. And when he had to sit down and write the music for this one, he was like, oh, you know what? I wrote a little theme under Boromir. What if I turned that into the theme of this place? This entire movie's yeah. central nugget. Which yeah. is a cool payoff that I like. Well done. Yeah. Happy accidents. Mm-hmm. It's a really good, like, I, I like the the soundtrack a lot in in this one too where it's it's so full of stuff that you recognize but it's so clearly developing yeah. and it's moving forward and adding new stuff it's in I its like epic it. mode epic mode blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, and that's all I got on Return of the King for you nice yes it what is what a button so I would love to have our final thoughts and our poll question which yes whichever you want to do first um, let's do our poll questions. Let's do our yeah. poll questions. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you know, the first couple that are coming, um, MVP of this movie. Yeah. In I keep thinking opinion. about this and I honestly, like, I want to say Sam because. Yeah. But totally it's fair. very much the obvious choice. Like, uh, if Frodo got them up to two towers, Sam is the reason they get the rest of the way, which is, yeah. yes, that's the plot and all that. <laughs> that's how plot works. But for like. Just going for, like, again, a moral victory kind of thing of, like, wow, this gives hope to, like, a universe past this movie is uh, your friend and mine, Bernard Hill's um, yes. King Theoden. Yeah, totally. Because this just goes, like, there's proof in the concept of, like, oh, there is a future that can exist beyond this war. Yes, yeah. people are back on their feet, like, the Age of Men or whatever yeah. is now. And he's a good example. Like, he's yeah. been through some shit, you know, that... Just bullshit saying, like, hard times make strong men, blah, blah, blah. It's just used to justify eugenics a lot of the time. But the the idea is that he has experience and he has seen the results of Mm. trying to isolate and and just take care of your own stuff and not worrying about the, you know, community that you're in. Yeah. And... It was a disaster, and, <laughs> you know, and he knows that it's, like, it can look good and be okay, but there, are, you have to actively be in charge and, like, caring for and building up, otherwise things will sneak in. And yeah. Yeah, it totally seems like, okay, they've got, like, a guy who's not a total psychopath in charge, and he has good people around him, and, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Agree. Aragorn doesn't have to do it all on his own. Yeah. Theoden is there to bolster. And, <laughs> and that's the reason I'm picking Theoden as my, like, that's my pick. Because yeah. everything else is so plot dictated. And it's just, it's a trilogy. This is a conclusion. You know what's going to happen with everything. That it feels like foregone. Yes. Totally, Whereas this yeah. is the one, like, that character made a great choice and I like him for yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Could have turned out very differently for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a really respectable answer. I like that a lot. Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm kind of torn on my MVP because I want to say Sam. It's mm. such a, like, he, he goes through so much bullshit. And not all of it is just for, like, hero reasons. <laughs> Some of it is just pissed and he wants to get back at Gollum and, like, just goes through a spectrum of very recognizable emotions yeah, about yeah. it, you know? Um, 
So there's that. But I do wanna I do wanna give it to Eowyn too, because I feel like if you don't take out the Nazgul, you are really working at a disadvantage yeah. on this like open plains battle, <laughs> like with the dragons that can fly. Yeah, it's only gonna get more and more drawn out unless you take him out, yes, out yeah. of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, need to take down that heavy artillery. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Nice. I do. I do think I'm gonna have to give it to Sam. I think the Aowen thing is is just a like ah linchpin of that battle. Mm-hmm. But Sam is just the like he just keeps showing up. The He's whole the movie. glue that holds together the gears of the whole movie. Ex- I don't think you're supposed to put glue in gears. Mm. I'm not an engineer, but <laughs> you designed some of the buildings in Mordor, didn't you? <laughs> you recognize my work. <laughs> It's bad. Oh, no. Aww. That's what my boss said. <laughs> he exploded. He exploded. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be basic. I'm going to give it to Sam. Well, that's one of the things that, like, I'll talk about this in a little bit, but, like, this movie is the least complicated of all of them, I'd say. Sure, yeah. But it doesn't need to be complicated to be good. No, all of its pieces yeah. have been set up, and this is just things moving the forward. Through, yeah. Totally. Yeah. LVP. Yeah, this one I had a hard time with too because this movie works to give everybody a moment, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, true, yeah. But I'm, like, again, obvious pick, but I really do hate the character so much, and you're supposed to hate him, is Denethor. Like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Totally, yeah. God damn, dude. He, d- he does nothing useful or good. He actively impedes yeah. anyone doing useful or good, something useful or And good. he doesn't even... He, his resolution isn't him learning anything. No. His resolution is getting to check out because he yeah, exactly. doesn't want to face the oh, consequences yeah, of his actions. Oh, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he doesn't even suffer. Like, yeah, yeah he burns to death, but... Eh. <laughs> but it's not enough. I need you to, like, spiritually burn to death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm mad about that. No. <laughs> I'd say, like, runner-up, and this is only because I gave him MVP last time, Faramir. Like, oh. I love you, buddy, but you gotta keep that confidence streak <laughs> you built up toward the end of Two Towers. Yeah. Keep it, keep it working for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't even remember his name. The <laughs> Skullvalanche King. Oh, the witch, yeah. Not Witch King. No. The dead guy. Witch King? Witch? 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 <laughs> Uh, Don't remember his name, but the leader of the ghost army. Yeah. I just... <laughs> what are you here for, me? <laughs> <laughs> just kill our dudes and get out of here. Yeah, come on. And then he's like, okay, so you've done one thing. Can we go now? Like, he had no... <laughs> no, you'd think after so long he could have built up some, like, respect. <laughs> like, some self-respect, some self-worth, some honor. I don't know. No, it's just... I get it. They're just a bunch of shitty dudes yeah. who, like, went back on a promise, but... <laughs> God damn. Yeah, he does suck. And he doesn't even, like... He doesn't even say yes or no. He just kind of laughs at Aragorn and then avalanches some skulls at him and then is like, And Fine. then shows up to <laughs> yeah. help, yeah. Like, what are you doing? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you treat our, our boyfriends like that? <laughs> Uh, so that's that's my answer. Very good. Yep, I'm, I'm good aligned answer. with Peter Jackson yeah. on this. Yes. We agree. I'm right. You often remind your opinions often remind me of Peter Jackson. Thank so you so much. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, hottest. Yeah. Everybody is really grimy in this one. Yeah, that's right. That doesn't do it for me personally. So I had a hard time with that. Our but I, I think I am gonna go with Eowyn. That's nice. Yeah. It is a like the reveal of her being I am no man is a like. Yes. Hell yeah, girl. <laughs> Correct. Yes. I feel like that's the that's the emotionally hottest answer as well, where you're like, ah. 
Yeah. Doing my, it for herself. My runner-up is Theoden again, because I feel like there's a real, like, I respect you. You have, like, a magnetism going on. <laughs> You're really connecting emotionally with all these characters. Yeah, I am. It's so respectful of you. <laughs> Looking respectfully. I don't know that I have one for this, because, like you said, everyone is either, like, Aragorn has had a bath and that doesn't do it for me. <laughs> he doesn't look as attractive. No, showered. when he gets all kinged up, you're like, yeah, you're yeah like, I guess. Okay, fine. Now you're just like a dude. It's <laughs> You look like everybody else except you have brown hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, great. Um... I'm going to go with Arwen. I feel like she really earns mm. it this one, too, because she she gets all, like, worked up about, like, how dare you? Like, she takes charge of her stuff, mm. and then she just gets to be, like, glowing and beautiful at the end. Yep. So, good for her. Good for her. what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Best or ma- most moving death? Oh, I think we've... Did we forget to do this one? Two Towers? No. Oh, okay. I don't know why I just had not remembered this question. <laughs> best or most moving death? Yes. I mean, the best death is Denethor's, because get him out of the way. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so satisfying. <laughs> A death I agree with. No, but I'm even into the Witch King. Witch King, oh, that nice. is, it's not moving, but it is the most, like, cool. <laughs> I feel like I had moving deaths for my other ones. No, I had Torch Guy. <laughs> Two terrors, that's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sticking yeah. with the they're cool theme of my <laughs> test. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally yeah. fair. I honestly, I might say not most moving, but best for me is Saruman because you used a turncoat. You got stabbed in the back, oh. obviously. Like yep. that's, you know, to me, that's the satisfying part that makes it a good and noble death. The worm tongues <laughs> have noble. come home to roost. Exactly. Yeah. There's just tongues all up in your roof. <laughs> Get them out. <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite tune. Favorite tune is a very easy one for oh, me. It's nice. one of my favorite musical moments in the entire series. Uh, it's the the lighting the signal fires portion. Oh, sweet! Yeah, because yeah, totally. Because the Gondor theme comes up in there, but there isn't a lot of related thematic material. It is just a, like I'm gonna write a bitch and call to action. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you fair. are. Um, the there's a great like it's not quite a horn rip but it feels like horn rip energy to <laughs> oh, it. Oh really? Yeah. I gotta go back. You can it. you'll I'm guessing you'll probably I'll find it. Lay and I'll it, put it under right here. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fine. I don't know why I like wanted to put my hand in my ear. Just I'm like, not going I to sing it. it. I'm not gonna open my mouth like um, a gramophone. But. Yeah, but it's so rousing. It is quite rousing. And I also love it for... I haven't done any real musical analysis in a long time, but I've got the, like... The hints of the harmonies in it are very related to some of the uh, ring cycle music I referenced oh, nice. last time. It's, yeah, yeah. It sounds a lot like Ring of Fire harmonies going on. Nice. Um, but it's, yeah, the great harmonies in there that you don't really hear anywhere else in the series. That's, like, building up to the Gondor theme. Yeah, I it is very it. distinctive. If you heard it, you'd know it immediately, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Nice. There's some major seventh stuff going on there, but I, I'll leave it at that for music talk. But, uh, <laughs> nice. Um, my, that's, that's such a satisfying one, but for me, the coolest music moment is when the ring is thrown in the fire and, like, Sauron's tower is going down. Yeah. It's the ring theme, or like the Mordor theme, not the ring thing, pardon me. Mm. The Mordor theme, but it's, instead of being like all like that, it's very like strong, just brass chords, and it's in the major. Yeah. And it's just such a like, you 
could not write a more triumphant sounding thing, but it only works that way because of the context of the, the other two movies and yeah. the rest of the movie up until then. It's so satisfying <laughs> to me. Yeah, it's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. I like it a lot. And I want to give you a bonus question. Oh. Can you name, <laughs> for points, I guess, <laughs> I'll buy you a lollipop. Um, can you name... The person, the the character, who says the title of each of the movies oh, in fuck. their respective movie, go. Elrond and Fellowship. Correct. Uh, Two Towers of Ceremon. Correct. Fuck, oh, fuck, fuck, Return of the King. Fuck, fuck, fuck. We truly have a Return of the King. Uh, he, oh, is it Gandalf? It is Gandalf. Yes. Who are you to deny the Return of the King? Fuck everybody who thought I couldn't do it. Me, right up until this exact moment. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, honey. <laughs> nice. Okay. Just wondered if that was going to be Can you part. name them? I won't do it. <laughs> I won't even dignify that with a response. No. Cool. Sweet. Sweet shit. Nice. Good bonus question. There you go. Aw. <laughs> we explored the movies. We did it. So I would love your final thoughts on... Either Return of the King or I guess the whole trilogy if you want. Sure, but, both, yeah. yeah. I, I really, like, this is, you know, as a baby child, I was 11 when the first one came out. Oh. Um, <laughs> baby. It, it really was the first movie where I got super into, like, the behind the scenes mm. and, like, was just really fixated on how they made the movie. Yeah. And it really was, it was, like, the first movie that made me aware of movie making. Oh, yeah, it I could really see that. It wasn't a huge part of my life at all. But th- this is such an, like, I'd read the books and, mm. and this was such an accessible, exciting, rich, you know, project. Yeah. and And was just so... I don't know, it was so obviously made with love, and it, yeah. it's just, like, fascinating to look at all the detail that went into it. So there's something for everybody in the behind-the-scenes stuff, yeah. you know? If you want to learn about a bunch of dudes punching each other in the face, like, <laughs> it has that. Or you can be, like, the armorers made each, you know, link of the chain mail that goes into a Mithril shirt. Like, it's it's so... It's so varied, and I was like, oh, you just create a whole world. Yeah. That's what making movies is. So this was, and this, I think, honestly, this was the first, the last, pardon me, time that I watched the Oscars. Like, I had an Oscars party, was to see (laughs) if Return of the King. Yes, I know. (laughs) I had Uh. no friends except for the people that were at that party. Those Mm. were my friends. No. Um, Yeah, it's, it was really like a, a, Oh, think these things are interesting. There's this whole world I didn't know about. Mm. This was that movie for me. Fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. I, I agree with you that it's my least favorite of the trilogy, but it's like four out of five stars instead of five out of five. You yeah, know? yeah. It's you're just working on such a high average that like mm-hmm. totally fair. It is one just of the them does have to be the least favorite. You gotta how... you gotta pick one. Yep. I'm throwing this guy under the bus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my thoughts. Nice. I, you, we talked about um, this being like the Star Wars of the aughts, and I think that yes. behind the scenes stuff is especially it. We're like, oh, totally. Yeah, just get. I am sure that there are hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions, of people working in movies now that wanted to because they watched this movie. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't even imagine. There's always that for every movie. I'm sure. Like. Yeah. It, yeah. But this is gonna be like a. There's some real touchstones yeah. every generation. You know. Yeah. This, yeah. This was like, oh, there's a business of making movies, not a business, but like there's <laughs> there's a a creative force behind movies. Yeah. That was that was the first time I saw that, and yeah, totally the Star Wars of its generation. I think you're right. 
for my part, I know I've griped a little bit about the movie, but it is that same thing of like, oh, it's it's just that it's not a five star. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Won't you wish it had done the things that it it's doing in your head because it was set yeah. up so well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it, like, it still is a really satisfying conclusion. It's just oh, totally that yeah. it, it is all that foregone stuff is is what yes. I keep coming back to. Um, yeah, it's just playing out the full plot of the thing, but uh, the. I will say thank you for this was Aaron's idea to to do these ones and I want to thank you for doing it because I like went into these with the attitude of having seen the theatrical ones and like they were not a favorite of mine before but they are quickly becoming that oh there you go thank you for sharing your viewpoint on them with me I'm glad we went for it yeah but I don't really have any major thoughts on this one this one feels like because it's the most simple I just have no thoughts on it it's just no, Four hours fair. floats by. You and just enjoy what's happening. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I will say, too, it's... Oh, pardon me. I will hiccup. I will say it's a... I don't think the ending is happy. I think no. the, the ending is... That's why I think yeah, it's I still know. very satisfying. Because if it was a happy ending, it would feel really cheap. It would feel kind of tacked on. Yeah. And, like, and I mean, they all lived happily ever after. Like, some of them did. Yeah. Some people get to go home and, and just... You know, Mary and Pippin just drink and smoke and never have to worry about anything ever again. But like, but you know they are fundamentally changed, yeah. which is something that gets lost so often in things. Totally. There's actual consequences. Yeah. And yeah, and it's it, it Frodo sailing off to the Undying Lands. Like it feels it feels like a not a punishment. It, it feels like a reward for his mm. service, but also like that's too bad. Is kind he of, wouldn't have yeah. had to do this if he hadn't taken the ring. Yeah. He wouldn't have had to leave his home. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no going home for him. Yes. But, yeah. Like the, <laughs> I keep railing on this being a satisfying conclusion, but I think it's because I have watched so many unsatisfying conclusions of things. <laughs> yeah. Where, where you're like, years. oh, this is what a satisfying ending is. Write that. Like, yeah. No, develop that. Show it. And Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of a specific JJ when I mentioned that. Uh, anyway. <laughs> One specific JJ. Oh, that reminds me. I didn't know what J.R.R. Tolkien. I didn't oh. know what J.R.R. stood for before. Okay, Do you know sure. what it stands for? Joseph something. No, no. It's Jeremy Renner Renner. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, anyway. Let's... You don't know? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> uh, let's uh, now take some time to program either a double will or just a recommendation with uh, if you liked Two Towers, Two Towers, Return of the King. Yep. You will, uh, we think, be into. Yes. So take us away there. Will do. I'm going to pair this with just like the ultimate guilty pleasure, but these these movies are the same. They are, Lord of the Rings is just done with a bigger budget and, I don't know, a little more sincerity, maybe is the word? No, you know what? I take it back. Both (laughs) both of these movies are equally sincere. They're just about guys being like, this is cool. I want to have fun in this universe. Like Peter Jackson just being a a low-budget horror guy at heart. A lot of development hell stuff. (laughs) And just really turn the tide of like, oh, here's what these movies can be. Hmm. I'm referring, of course, to... 1999's The Mummy, where where it's just, it's like a kind of a creature feature at heart, but it's kind of obscured. You're taking source material that like was very impactful to a lot of people, you know, the 1930s Mummy, where it like creeped the hell out of a lot of people Mm -hmm. and and they're they're updating it, but not in a way where they're ashamed of the source material. Yeah, they're like playing out their, and it's more 
complex than this, but like yeah. they're taking their the mummy action figures and they're being <laughs> exactly, like, oh, wouldn't yeah. it be cool if we did that? And then yeah, the mummy... but like, but from a genuine enjoyment of the source material yeah. and not making fun of it or being like, kids today won't like the mummy if it like we've got to make the mummy a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The effects were all, like, not nearly as, as developed specifically mm. for The Mummy, but ILM did the effects for it. And, oh, okay. And it was, it was really, like, they used effects that were brand fucking new at the time. <laughs> like, stuff that was used for Phantom Menace was also used in... Uh... Oh, that's given the same year. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, think about that. Um, so, yeah, I think you should double bill these. Not that it's, you know, not a three and a half hour movie, the extended edition of Return of the King. But it's about a dude who's just trying to get through a shitty place doing his best and he like he doesn't have to be there technically but he knows it's the right thing yes exactly and a lot of people are depending on him and whatever and you've got like you know female characters who are not stereotypes in Mm. in this especially for like fantasy movies or action movies where there's just a cardboard cutout of a woman character it's you know if they're there at all it's like wow a woman swords person like it's you know <laughs> yeah it's there to be like isn't this weird anyway stop paying attention to that yeah exactly and we're done with that <laughs> um yeah and just like went on to become a beloved uh a beloved part of people's movie going experiences and w- did way better than people thought it would commercially yeah. and at, it's at heart it's just a hey look at these fucking creature effects look at these <laughs> gross bugs or the level of the layers of dust on things or like look at people going into inhospitable places it's just yeah. guys having fun putting shit on screen <laughs> you know what I mean and yeah there is that core of we're just gonna do some schlocky fun shit Total schlock, totally yeah. enjoyable, and it just it comes across as not schlock on Return of the King because mm. it's got this like high fantasy kind of story yeah. on top of it. It's the exact same oh, yeah. premise. Like, it's the, the same energy. The dead path uh, stuff is just exactly the same as them walking around in. Uh... The entrance to the dead path is made of a crown of skulls. <laughs> like you couldn't get pulpier than what Peter Jackson wants to do with this movie. Yeah, yeah. So that's mine. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And I'm sure there are people out there for whom the mummy is extremely hot and for oh, yeah. whom Sauron is extremely hot. There's Sauron? some co- corner okay. of the internet you know there is. Don't give me that face. I just don't Not really me. see much of them. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> just seems like what's you're really interesting. Pushing for this. <laughs> I'm just saying it wouldn't be weird, that's all. <laughs> Stop asking. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Dudes having fun. Dudes having fun. Yeah. That kind of fits what I'm going with, too. Oh, okay. Um, What's yours? In in these, all three of our movies today are in the dude's rock genre. Yes, Um, totally. Yeah. But uh, I, like like I said, I don't have any thoughts about Return of the King, really. It's just like, it blows by. I'm like, yep, that wrapped up. Yeah. Uh, It felt, everything felt right and good. Like, it's big and epic and all that. And like, I see, yep. There it goes. Check those boxes. Yeah. So more than a double bill, I'd just like to give a recommendation for anybody to check out. Um what I'm thinking of. Okay. Uh, really teasing it there. Uh, <laughs> so close. Because I think that um, I was definitely in the mind of Lord of the Rings when I watched these other movies, mm. is uh, the 2008-2009 uh, Ancient China Epics, um, directed by John Woo, oh, Redcliffe. Oh, Redcliffe. Redcliffe is split into two parts, though it was shot as one movie. Huh, um, nice, nice. But it it's one of the only things that's felt like... 
I'm gonna call this the yeah. trashier cousin of Lord of the Rings because like a lot of the effects work. If when it gets to some CGI stuff, you're like, wow, don't believe that. <laughs> There's a bird that flies. Oh, something it sucks. Where you're like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> um, but it is such. It feels like all the siege and attacking stuff that's happening in both Two Towers and this yes. feels very, like, Red Cliff feels like the cousin of it, where all of that stuff feels really much more interesting than it should be. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, you're excited to see how it plays out. Like, you see the yeah. setup, and the setup is logical, and you're like, great, take me through it. And uh, I won't get into, like, it's another thing where it's about real ancient Chinese politics, but sure. uh, ancient probably isn't the right word. Um, but that's what I'm going with. Older. Older. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it, you don't need to know that. Like, I knew nothing no. about it going in, and then we got to the end of the movie, I was like, oh, I do remember what this is about. Okay, yes, cool. Yeah. Like, it can be a fiction story. doesn't matter. Yeah. But it... It is really good about making this huge epic-scaled thing about character moments rather totally. than about the battle. Yeah, and yeah. not in a way where you're like, get back to the battle, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, and like just some absolutely stellar casting. In, yes, in Red you got Cliff. Tony Lung in there. It's oh, great. Takeshi Kaneshiro. Takeshi Kaneshiro. Such a little shit every time. I love it. You got Chang Chen, who people will recognize yeah, as uh, Dr. Right. Yui from Dune. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really great time, and it's a case where each part is two and a half hours. Yeah. But John Woo is such a good visual director that oh, they yeah. just breeze by so fast. Like some of the most satisfying yeah. like action epic sequences in a movie. Like I still I there's a bit where Tony Lung just does some some he's doing sword choreography on yeah. his own, very good stuff, and it's just like etched in my brain forever because it could be so boring, but yeah. John Woo just knows how to shoot that stuff so well. Tony Lung is great to watch to do shoot. anything. Yeah. <laughs> hottest. I'm voting yes. Tony Lung for hottest. <laughs> <laughs> it is a movie full of burgeoning hotties, let That's me tell true. you. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Nice! So check oh, out... I watch yeah, I know. I've watched... I, this... Watching Lord of the Rings this time around, I was like, you should watch Red Cliff again. <laughs> we should go back to this. If you watch both of them back to back, it's only an hour longer than Extended Edition Return of the King, so... <laughs> Um, so time well spent yeah but it's just it's just two sides of a battle battling it out and you watch the give and take of it which is really yeah. interestingly done I think. yeah definitely yeah nice yeah. aw what a good conclusion to yeah. this trilogy I love that Jan Urukairi is not done though true we we're still taking got... the Urukai out of Jan Urukairi <laughs> this isn't your <laughs> father's Urukai Jan Urukairi <laughs> What are we doing next? I don't... Uh, we're doing Princess Bride next time. Yeah. So come we're back. We're taking a little softer fantasy. Yes. Fewer swords, not no swords. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we hope that you'll join us for that one. Uh, please write us little reviews. Give us some stars on your podcast platform of choice to help yeah. you find the show. Uh, and Aaron, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter if they like it. Maclebass. M-A-C-L-E-B-A-S-S. And you can find my individual account at Dick R. Navis on Twitter. D-I-C-K-R Navis. And you can find the uh, the pods Instagram and Twitter at Gartbage Pod. G-A-R-T-B-A-G-E pod. Yes. Uh, in case you hadn't picked up on it by now, we're putting the art in Garbageville. Um, so... <laughs> That'll about take us out. It feels like such a like, oh, I want to have as many endings as Return of the King. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Here's what I'll do. I'll just, I'll just, you know, dial it down and we'll fade out. Bring and then we'll start out. again. <laughs> what was your favorite part of Return of the King? <laughs> just back into... Which one's your favorite ending? <laughs> Joke, they all are. 
I know. It's it's a hard trilogy to let go of, yep. but we would love to continue the discussion if you all have thoughts on Let's it. Let's take the discussion online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no good. That was me trying to be excited. Uh, anyway, I truly did get the number of endings that I was hoping for, so I'm just going to wrap it up here. <laughs> So why don't you just come by and join us next time for another pile of garbage.